Hey, hey, it's Frank, and this is Blatant Frankism, a podcast highlighting black perspectives and experiences, adding to the community consciousness and dialogue by talking to people that represent various generations and walks of life. We, the black community, are creating our own narratives. Freedom is a team sport. I live between the beats and storytelling is resistance. Let's go, y'all. Alright y'all, it's show two of season two. This is also the second interview of the two I did last year. This one was done in late November, early December, so I was able to pull some of that holiday energy forward. As for the interview, I was amped to reconnect with Prashona. She's talented, driven, and creative, and she leads with her passion and commitment. It's been a while since we worked together, but the vibes were so good that the conversation flowed smoothly. There was like an interview before the interview, so we had to stop that one to start the real thing. But uh, she's doing good work. I hope you enjoyed the interview. Here you go. Prashona is an East Bengali American born in East Asia in Calcutta, West Bengal. She immigrated to the U.S. to Baltimore, Maryland when she was four years old. Growing up in neighborhoods of different cultures and incomes both within and outside of the U.S., East Oakland, California, East San Jose, California, Southeast and Northeast D.C., PG County, Maryland, Howard County, Maryland, San Salvador, El Salvador, Nogales, Mexico. You've been around, yo. <laughs> Prashona became a passionate educator, performer, and activist to unite the divided around and within her. In 2011, she started the One Love Movement. One Love equals True Change Incorporated with fellow youth workers to spread cooperative economics, education, and positive culture in and with communities of culture. Excuse me, color. Prashona loves to support folk, folks passionate about the same. Currently, she is launching POC-Centered Homeschool Curriculum. That's People of Color-Centered Homeschool Curriculum. On www.iamsunschool.com. That's I-A-M-S-U-N-S-C-H-O-O-L.com. She is known to be pretty quirky and yet quiet and reflective. You know what? I would say that about you. Thank you, man. Thank I'd you. Say that. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to figure it out. You know, I was like, how do I put this in the words? You know, <laughs> Brandy, hilarious, always chill, kind and passionate at the same time, and a firecracker if you can't get her messed up. Currently, she is co-writing and directing a sitcom project called How to Be Brown Like Me, based on her personal blog airing on Instagram this season about the lives of herself and her friends from Baltimore, D.C. and the Bay Area, California. She is pretty awesome. I would agree with that. Thank, Thank you, Shona. Thank you. <laughs> and you know what? When um when I read that part, you know what it reminded me of? Do you what? remember? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when I was supposed to teach you about football? <laughs> Do I remember? I'm still holding you to it. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen.
been wanting to nah, like, nah, of course, of course. <laughs> hey, that is so funny. I was like, yo, I remember that. I was supposed to. Say <laughs> <laughs> it was some sort of a barter exchange we were talking right, about. Right? I don't remember. Yeah. What I didn't know it was Spanish, wasn't it? I was yeah. Like, I was Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanish. I'm gonna teach you. You know what? I'm holding you to it too. Then that's fine. I got you. I got. I got whole Spanish curriculum now. What's good? Like, I man, imagine the ESL teacher. I could have been had you done your job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's funny. That's funny. All right, yo. Uh, tell tell me something that's not in your bio. Tell me something about you that uh, folks. That's not in my bio. Um. Well, so one thing I have. Um, I have made the official sort of umbrella company that um that incorporates the homeschool program and the sh the show and like you know productions like tv film productions things of that nature or whatever so it's it's called brown girls think llc so i'm official in the game right now okay. let, me, let me write that down brown girls think llc okay all right yeah yeah so we got the website brown you know, so we in there. We in there. <laughs> so tell me, yo, what inspires you? What inspires you? What, oh what, my what inspired God. Brown Girls Inc. and everything that led to it? Brown or well, brown down and everything down, right? Like what's, what hey. what is it? Black black brown and everything down, right? Say hey. Um so man, okay, what what inspires me? Yeah. <sighs> like I I could list off people, man, but um, black people inspire me, yo. Inspire me every fucking. Every, can I cuss? Can I cuss? Yeah, we're grown, yo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grown. Every, I'm every, fuck every fucking day, yo. Like every fucking day. Like I mean, from from people from people in history to like just my my folks. You know what I'm saying? Like people around me. Like Marcia fucking inspires me. Like yes, like yesterday. You know, Marcia is our our, our coworker. You know, um, from uh, when we used to work at the correctional facility uh, all together, and yo, I let like when when Marcia left, I just had, I just had this like it, it's like that feeling when you just like feel like a gust of wind or like you know energy. That's what it felt like. I hadn't even taken that because I'm like yo, and I woke up. I was like, Marcia is powerful as fuck, yo. Like you know, Marcia <laughs> can say hey, and you'd be like, oh yeah, let's go. Right. <laughs> I mean, you inspire me. You know what I'm saying, like everybody, I feel like everybody, like we worked with, like I think we we had such a dope ass crew of, of you know, of folks that like when what was it, 2007 to to you know, like our first couple years yeah. when we then, like seven to what twenty to seven to two to 2010, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, like Lloyd was out here doing his thing, like you know, for like uh for for Southeast for DC, you know, um, it still is. Still is, you know, like um. Oh, and he's still doing his thing, you know, like uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like, like you know, from from DC to you know, uh, Lash called me the other week. I gotta call her back, you know, like yeah, uh, from talk, DC talk. to to Oakland, you know, like my my folks in Oakland, like you know, I used to work with at the youth center, you know, like uh, we still, you know, we still keep in touch, and it's just like yo, like, like. You know, and a big part of my job right now is to, you know, look up the history of um, 
African countries, you know, like, like, uh, look into like the Pan-African movement, you know, and it's just like, it's not, it's not a week that goes by because I do a different country every week where I'm just like, yo, like, how did I not know about this person? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, nah, yo, like, I mean, you know, and even, even when I was, so when I was in college, I got, um, I, I, I started getting into like Chicano history as well. Hmm. And, um, I had, I was blessed, yo, I was blessed with this opportunity to, to like go to this, it was University of Arizona, and um, they had this library, these like mini little private library rooms where you can watch old reels, and I was watching old reels of um, Teatro Campesino, who's, uh, it's it's like a farm workers theater, or like the people's theater, yeah. um, by like Luis Valdez, and like a bunch of like campesinos a bunch of farm workers you know what i'm saying and they were some badass actors you know like and because it was like what the, the stories they were telling and the ways they were telling it was so raw and like I, I never forgot i never forgot that moment in that room you know what i mean so i mean it's like the more i find out about like people of color around me in this world you know throughout history it's like you can't help but get inspired like daily you know <laughs> like what you just said about like telling the stories um like yeah. that's like my whole thing like creating your own narrative not letting everybody else say what your story is and that's yeah. like and that's and that's pretty much where like I said like my my focus is changing so like that's what my my focus is going so I I appreciate that ah which brings me to my next question how how have you changed how do you think you've changed like there's a lot there's a lot going on in the world right and there's yeah. a lot we're reacting to and we were just saying talking about how culture inspires communication but just in general right our reactions to the world you know inspire our our further actions. So how have you changed in response to your starting, you know, this endeavor and having to adjust or incorporate what's going on in the world? Um, so how have I changed throughout this process? Yeah. Yeah. Man, every day. <laughs> every day I'm changed. Like, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's what, like, you know, we're dynamic beings, right? That's, that's why we're living this life to change, to True. change, to evolve, True. right. To progress. And, um, man i i think i just i i find myself just getting humbled um by by every story mm -hmm. um you know like like the experiences of people around me the experiences of people who've you know who've transitioned you know what i mean and and mm. just just realizing that what what the work that i'm doing is part of something way bigger you know what i'm saying it's 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 a it's a global movement it's, it's a it's a and it's a soul movement it's, it's deep you know and um so I, i'm i'm both inspired by you know by these stories and experiences of 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 everybody around me and i'm also humbled like super humbled like it's like you know the experience the experiences that i have so what well, let me let me backtrack just a sec like like um when I was in El Salvador, um, I was, um, I was, you know, I had learned Spanish, like in classrooms or whatever, right? So you know how to like do the basic ass conjugations and shit like that or whatever, right? But, um, Yo tango el gato, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I did get to AP Spanish or whatever you <laughs> said. So, you know, I had a couple a couple things under the belt. But it's, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like, I didn't. I didn't know how to apply any of it. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't, you couldn't, like, if you give me a piece of paper, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yep, this is how you conjugate. But then talking, it's like starting completely fresh. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just like, but you, but, but not, well, not completely fresh. You, you have the words in your head, and it's like, okay, I had, hold up. So I think I say estaba. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so I think the biggest the biggest thing that i learned what what helped me to learn spanish when i was there was um two things one ev- like it, it it was like every week we were hearing a story from people you know salvadoran people who had went through the war there which by the way our, our government funded yeah you yes. know uh, you know uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like over 77,000 lives, like, you know what I mean? Like on, on, you know, the hands of the U.S. government, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like, I mean, and the stories that they were saying, and I didn't even know that. And so like, they, they, they told us that like, like the, what a couple, like, I think it was like two weeks in that we were like, after we're hearing all these stories, it's like, oh shit, oh shit. Like yeah. we did that we did this like this shit was nuts right like and it's like and just we've been very just, busy for a long time yeah yeah oh absolutely absolutely and you know it it, it kind of just does this 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 it did this thing to me in my head yeah. where it was like damn like i would see these little like a little boy that looked like my brother mm-hmm. when he was little i saw this little girl that had the unibrow just like i did i'm like god dang and, and my unibrow the unibrow is very it's a very unique formation you know like and and i saw and this little girl had the exact v shape with the it's like slightly wide i was like god dang that girl has my eyebrow like she's got my eyebrow because it's one it's one you know and and i'm like and it's just wild because i'm thinking like whole time why while little me unibrow self is moving to the states you know and you know experiencing life as an immigrant in the states this like you know kids that look like me and my brother are fucking dodging shrapnel and shit because of what the government that you know that I'm a part of now is doing it shit is wild it's just kind of like it was like got like at the same time so it's like if you could just do like a parallel shot right of like Hmm. you know like me walking into an elementary school at like you know six years old you know to like a little girl running from shrapnel you know, that's like, like in the sky and it's, and you know, it's just nuts. Right. So, you know, so we're having, we're hearing these stories from people like every week, just horrific, just wild, wild ass stories from the war. And that forces you, it forces you to, to like, like to listen because you know, just from how they're speaking from the look in their eyes, like this is so real, you know? So what, whatever they're saying, you have, you got to know what they're saying, you know? And like, and it wasn't like a pressure, but it was a spirit, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and, and and it, so, so there was that. And then the other one was, it was, um, we were at this like science fair thing with like the family I was staying with. And it was, it was this, uh, like I, I just saw a joke or whatever somewhere and I'm like trying to communicate this joke that I see to my the relative of my my brother and the family I was staying with, right? So I was like, all right, 
conjure those conjugations together and form this joke because it's good, you know? And like, <laughs> and I and I did it and and he laughed, right? And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, I did that shit. Okay. So <laughs> so <laughs> basically I realized that it's like there's these two universal human languages, right? And it's pain and laughter. You know? Mm. And 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 it's it's through those that that you really that's that's really how I learned Spanish, you know, how to how to speak it, you know. So um so yeah. That was a word, yo. Like it's interesting because going back to what I said about when we were when we had our agreement, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my part of that was to teach you sports and your part of that was to teach me a language. And and as I said, my whole thing is about communication. And as you're saying, like, you know, people communicate, even if you don't understand the exact language, you can communicate based upon common experiences. And that's what I'm talking about. Because for me, it's things like sports, music, and food that unite people, right? Like, yeah. you can, we can not agree. And I've said this often, anybody who knows me knows this, I feel. You, we cannot agree, but I don't know that I don't like, we don't agree about things that we had at a football game. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I talk about that. We cheering for the same team. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who you voted for if we in a restaurant. What I know is that your steak look good and I want that steak. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? You know, it, 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 like, I, don't, I don't know what your political leanings are. What I do know is that me and you are right here enjoying Bay. I, we on the run together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. It, like, it's like, and so I understand what you're saying. It's like, in the absence of understanding, you have to have a common feeling and connection. Yeah. You know? That's the. Well, did, that answer, did that answer your question? What was your question? <laughs> I don't even know, but whatever your answer was, was yeah. so me. So here we go. Here we go. This is how we do it. Um, let's see, man. I, you know, I had some, man, the, we, just, the conversation is just so lovely. It just don't even matter what the questions are. I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> uh, uh, hey, yo, what's been your proudest moment so far? Oh, wow. My proudest moment. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I feel like there's, there's, there's a few, right? But it's, it's always like, oh man, uh, recently, uh, I mean, but but it's like when, you, like the shit that you poured in, you know, to like to to your student or students or whatever, and like when you're doing it, it just seems like you crazy, man. Like you know why you like? I mean, not like like I, I'm not thinking that when I'm doing it, but you know, it be it be certain moments. It's like you be going so ham, and I don't even know if people really give a fuck like you know what i'm saying like you think yourself like are you doing too much are you doing yeah like you know like i applied for for a grant right for this grant and i was like i poured every i was like listen i'm working on this music project i'm working on this curriculum and you know i'm working on the show and all the whole thing is like you know putting out stories like you know that represent like me and my friends that just you know just just representation and i just i i, I made the application to the point where it was like, I was like, yo, if they reject me, they racist. Like, <laughs> that's true what the fuck it is, okay? So they just gonna let me know, you know, if they don't fuck with it, then I know what they are, you know? Like, and and I just like got to the point where like, it was like, when 
like you know when grant committee like you know didn't didn't fucks with your girl didn't fucks with it or whatever and i was like all right well i read their you know i wanted their feedback i read the feedback and it was ignorant but to be honest i was just like okay well i don't get that i was like okay well i have questions so i'm over here going ham and shit i was like listen i was like i need y'all to understand when y'all like low-key be on some white supremacist shit it's like when you say certain shit like i don't know if this is going to impact kids i can give you i can tell you the kids it impacts you know what I'm saying? You don't get to, you fucking Library of Congress person don't get to tell me, you know, what you think is going to impact, you know, young people of color who you are not. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's, it's like, these, you know, just these like low key, just like, like, it's like, it's not overt, you know, like, like white supremacy, yeah. but it is though. It is because you're, you're, you're just assuming shit. Like, yeah. and you, and you don't know, you don't know, you don't know how fucking important telling, like hearing these stories to even be able to write this shit is important to me growing up. You know what I'm saying? So like for you to say wild shit like that. So I, I started just going ham like, oh no, I'm calling these motherfuckers out. I'm calling these motherfuckers. And I was like, okay, you know what? Hold up, Prashana, hold up. Like, you know, before I just like run out you know, <laughs> anybody that could potentially support me in the future is just like, but you know, that I have this penchant to like, to want to let people know, you know, like what's not okay. You know what I'm saying? Like to say or whatever to do. And it's just like, all right, let me chill. So, you know, I have these moments where it's just like, am I going too ham? Am I going too fucking hard? Let me just chill, you know? And then, but then you have these moments when like, like something that you taught, like a parent or a teacher or a student is like, yo, you know, like either they say that it impacted them or they show how they're internalizing it in a way that's just like raw and organic. And it's just like, yo, like, yes, like, like, um, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, like the, uh, was that I teach the citizen politics class and, um, I had um, these kids, and they were, like, really busy, so I had to, like, send these reminders, like, hey, y'all, don't forget the research project, don't forget, okay, like, you know, and, um, and they, they came through, and they presented their research on, on these politicians, and it was so thorough, like, so thorough, and I was just, like, yo, I felt tears, like, I, like, texted their parents, and I was, like, I'm gonna save this Zoom, Zoom video for, like, the rest of my life, like, you know, it just, just I think just those those moments where you know like um you know yeah like I, I had a student that texted me and was like you know she's in college now and you know the shit we were doing like really did you know prep like prep her for college and I was like yo like that that means everything you know because like it's just like those it, it's like all the going hamness like <laughs> like matters in these moments when it's just like listen you know that actually you know it is something so yeah so i think that's 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 my proud moments just when it's just like when it mat when it feels like it matters when it you know when it impacted you know the way you you know we're hoping you know yeah i, I appreciate that i um you talked about you mentioned like representation um when you were talking about people not understanding you know the grant and it's very interesting i think about representation we, when, when we think about representation what we all what we often think about is visuals like what we see right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we never really think about what we read mm, yeah like who's writing what 
who is who like who's writing the proposals from whose perspective are they writing it who yeah. is like who who's a part of the team like we never I mean, I don't know. I'm, I can't say never. I, I don't want to, you know, people have done it. It's not like I have this original out of this world thought, but it's not something you hear about. Like when we talk about representation, people don't talk a lot about in what we read, right? Like there are these, it, it's all about what we see. And so I think it's important, like the work that you're doing, because it's not just about what's on the screen. It's about what we understand and know it's about what we hear it's about it's about also building community right and yeah. for me that's important how important how how do you see what you do as contributing to building community because i think it's important um as uh building community man um i think i think okay so you you, you take that um uh, the humans of new york thing right mm -hmm. And it's like, and, and I, I'm actually working on a project um, similar to that, because um, basically I, I, I like photography, I like photographing people's, <laughs> like, particularly I love, I love photographing Melanie, man, I just, I, I love it, you know, it's just, it's just so much. To save my life, I do not, I can, I don't understand what it is, like, I just cannot, cannot take a good picture of people, so I, I applaud you on that, go ahead. You say, you say you can't what? I can't take good pictures of folks. I don't know what it is, man. Like my pictures, like always come on just like bland. So I really, are you using portrait mode? Because you gotta I, use portrait mode. I don't. I I tried. Okay. Well, <laughs> <Seriously. laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess they call it they call it street photography, right? And I love that shit. Like when we were out, when we weren't quarantined and stuff, like like I just walk down the street and like, you know see somebody looking hell fly or whatever. I'm like, can I take your picture? You know, and I just be taking pictures. So I have like all these like dope pictures of dope people I met like just walking down the street at different times and it just hit me I was like you know what why don't I post these pictures and like but the thing is it, what what hit me is like I don't want to post these pictures just as pictures be alone because I think that's that's part of the problem right is like we see mm. we, like we see like I mean but it's it, well it's part of the problem and it's part of the solution it's it's both right it's just we're at that sort of transitional place right now where we're seeing all these like really dope images of melanin and melanated folks um but we're just seeing the images right Instagram is all about images right mm -hmm. you know but what I love that humans of New York was, was doing was you you get more than the image you know like what's their story what's what's like a vulnerable moment you know and so I started going back and reaching out to the folks that I photographed whose contact I still have, <laughs> you know, and, um, and just ask them like, yo, what, what was the moment that, that meant everything to you, you know? And, um, oh my so I'm God, like, this is a wonderful question. <laughs> you know, so, so I'm working on that right now. So like, you know, releasing those pictures with their, with their stories, you know? So, um, so wait, sorry, the question, the question, See, okay, let me just tell you this. I I read I read about the Hmong people, H M O N G, okay. and when they get asked a question, mm -hmm. they never directly answer it. It'll always be a story that leads up to the answer. And I was like, "That's me! That's I'm me!" And me like, too. Me too. I'm fine with it. This is okay. 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 But you 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 said something. Um, you, what was the what the most important moment? which is interesting because photographs are about moments, right? Mm. So you snap that moment, but what if it's not that moment? 
Right, right. What, what if, what if at the point, you ever re- like when you try to like take a screenshot of something and you mm-hmm. miss by just a second? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. What if, what, like, what if that's in those photographs, like the most important moment was like right before or right at, yo, that's, yo, you got me thinking, yo, this is dope. Okay, go ahead. Dang, you got me thinking about what <laughs> I was just thinking about what you were just thinking about. I was like, hold on. I, I, if I ask myself the question, right, like what is that, what is the moment that was everything? Like yeah. the first thing that just kind of kept, that just came to me was um, holding my nephew. Mm. like um mm. my nephew my so my nephew had uh Zellweger's disease and um so he was charged I don't know if charged is the word he was um told at birth his and his family uh, like that his mother that um he would have a year to live and um I'm, and he, he made it huh I'm sorry I've never heard of that oh yeah it's it's a very it's a rare disease it's a rare genetic disorder okay. um uh it's a paroxysmal disorder and that is like one extreme sort of case uh, or like end of it is uh, Zellweger's disease and um and so he you know we were praying I was you know meditating and you know um putting all this energy any moment I could you know get with him it's like okay you know come through this weekend bet you know I'm I'm like you know I'm on the bus to Jersey City and um and I just remember the moment of holding him and he would have these like um, he would go in and out of sleep, and sometimes he would have uh, seizures, like little mini seizures. And I'm just like holding him, and um, and I would I just started singing Disney songs because that's what I grew up with. And partic- and and we realized that he would stay up whenever I did like uh, Sebastian, like. I was like, so it was like um, under the sea. You could see him just like fighting his little eyes to like stay up. And I was like, and and we and she caught it, his mom caught it. She's like, I think, I think he likes, you know. Uh, she's like, you know, I played some reggae at, like the other day, and he was like really into it. I was like, yo, I'm like, who was this little man? Who was this little man in his past life? You know what I mean? Like, nice. like. It's something comfort comfortable about that that just kept bringing him in you know it's just interesting it's like you know he didn't have words you know but it was like you could just tell from that you know just his his eyes fluttering you know just try to stay up in certain moments so I think yeah that was that was definitely a moment that was everything for me for sure I think that man moments moments yeah yeah <laughs> So we are coming to the end of the formal part. So I'm going to ask you one last formal question and then we'll move into something else. Okay. What do you want your work to mean to those you serve? Um, I want, I want folks to feel seen. That's, I think that's, I mean, basically it, you know, like I want folks to, to feel seen. And um, the uh, one thing that we do on the show on um, how to be brown like me is, is based on a blog I wrote. Um, well, I still write called um, Brown Like Me. And it's just like my perspectives on, you know, it's, it's, it's on the Brown Girls Think uh, website as well. But it's like, you know, it's just my thoughts on whatever. It could be science. It could be like pop culture stuff, history, 
whatever just random emotion I'm experiencing at the moment, whatever, you know? And I've been like compiling other women of color and allies and, um, you know, like who blog as well. Cause I think, cause that's gold to me. That's everything to like, to know someone's thoughts, to know someone's deepest thoughts, like is to me so far more valuable than like, than gold. You know what I mean? And, and, and I think when, when I started to write the show, really how the, how the show started writing, it started writing itself, where it was one day I was blogging mm-hmm. and and I was mad. I was mad at my, my family members, uh, like some family members. And I was like, I don't think they know me. They don't know me. They don't know me. I'm still getting to know me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like starting to write this okay, blog Tom. entry, but it turned into a script. You don't know, like, you know, you don't know what I mean, bro? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Tyrant, you don't know me. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm just thinking like, I'm like, um. So I started writing. I was like, you know, okay. So they had said this. What they say that made you say, okay, they said this. And I was like, what I say? Okay, well, I said this. And it was like, you know what? I should have said. I should have said this, right? That'd have been funny. Okay, yeah. And I was like, but then if they had said this. Right, then I could have said this, you know what I'm saying? It turned into a script, <laughs> it turned into a script, and I was like, by the end of it, I'm like, shit, this could be a show, this could actually be a show. And then I was like, well, what would I call it? I was like, well, I guess like my blog, right? So it's brown like me, and you know, eventually it was how to be brown like me because I think that shit is funny. Because how the fuck do you be brown like there's no one way, clearly, right? <laughs> like, there's so many different browns in the world, so many different expressions, experiences, and everything. There's no one way, right? It's an unmanual, right? So, I'm thinking, like, as I'm writing this, I was like, all right, well, if I'm gonna call the show How to Be Brown Like Me, I'm clearly not the 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 harbinger of that, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not the only one to, to say that. So, I'm like, I reached out to a, a couple of my friends who are writers. You know, uh, one that's like playwright that's deeply admired. And I was like, I told him when I first met him, I was like, yo, we're going to work together. Like, I don't know, somehow, some way we're going to work together. And I reached out to him. I was like, hey, you know, like, do you want to be a part of this uh, little sitcom thing I'm writing? And he was down. He brought his best friend, um, Chris. And then I, I brought this uh, this young lady that I was doing a play with. And we all just wrote mm-hmm. our own scripts. And I, I told him the concept is you write scripts based on yourself. Like, you are the main character. You know, because my thing is, I will not write anybody else's experience. You know what I'm saying? That's so. interesting. I, I have been, I have been going down the YouTube rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> of um, LGBTQ dramas. Mm. I have so many ideas I need to write. Listen, and you can always guess right on the show too. I'm I'm always open for that too. But of course, you know, do your own thing, you know. But if you want to guess right, you know, oh, I, I don't have no problem. I write for a magazine, so I'm I'm cool. I I, I ain't got no problem. <laughs> you let me know what you need. I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been cool, man. It's been cool. We just, you know, I, I think this Marcia's Marcia script is the first one. I am so, so excited that y'all are working together. I'm super excited. <laughs> I'm super excited. <laughs> OMG. Yo, like, for her, her, writing her character was interesting because that this was the first time we sort of, like, um, I, did, I did sort of, so what happened was Marcia played a character that we thought was only going to get a one scene, mm-hmm. you know? And she killed it. You and I was like, oh. You know, one scene. You can't eat just one Lay's. Right? <laughs> I'm like, hold on, Marcy. I'm just like, oh, no. Nah, we got to. 
we need more Marcia. We need more Marcia. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, Marcia. So I, you know, I talked to her. I was like, listen, here's the concept of the show. I don't write for other characters. So, you know, you, you know, if you want to write it, Marcia was just like, well, you know, Shauna, you go ahead and, you know, you, you know, I'll, I'll do what you write. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay, okay. So she don't want to write. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, let got me you. Let me <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay, well, I was like, I can't just like, I'm not going to just like freestyle this character because I, I want it to be, because the concept is it's got to be based on the person in real life in some ways, right? Or a lot of ways. Like my character is like almost 99% based on me, um, if not a honey. But um, so I was like, okay. Um, so I just interviewed her. I was like, all right, like what's some shit that irritates you? Like we went, <laughs> we went through her like long laundry list of shit. Like we just talked about a bunch of different shit. I was like, okay, okay. And then she she sort of like organically made this character. Uh, like the character was just supposed to have a one line, like like one or two lines. That was it. But the way she played the character was was so hilarious to me. I was like, no, nah, this is a character. Let's let's explore this. So yeah, so nice. so that's 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 how. So her character's name is Marsha Senior, cause she's a she's a senior. So. <laughs> Dope, man. Oh, man. I'm so, I'm amped, yo. I'm amped, man. <laughs> really, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Um, so, that does bring us to the end of the formal part of the interview. We are going to go into a little uh, less formal part, a little more fun stuff. What I okay. need to do is six numbers uh-huh. between one and 69. No, five numbers between one and 69. We we don't lot like these lot of numbers like wait so just yep. pick any five numbers any five yep. numbers between one and sixty nine one and sixty nine okay I'm just gonna just off the top of my head I'm just gonna throw out five yep. numbers yeah okay here I go all right so fifteen mm-hmm. thirty three mm-hmm. twenty five mm-hmm. nine mm-hmm. and seven one more seven you said oh wait no no eleven 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 yeah okay. So I need one number now between one and twenty-six. Seven. Seven. All right. Wait, wait, and let's switch that. Let's switch that. Let's put the seven as part of the five and put the eleven on the second round. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Question number seven. Mm-hmm. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten for breakfast that's not a breakfast food? <laughs> weirdest thing I ever one time I woke up. Um, with my face in a pizza box, uh, and the pizza was like partially in my mouth. I was I was very young, and we partied a little too hard. I wanna, uh, I wanna. So I, wanna I would say it. probably that. <laughs> Thank you for that vision. Is what I want to say. It reminds me of Jane Fonda in uh, the Monster in Law when she woke up with the tripe. Thank you. Appreciate. it. <laughs> All about the movies. Number nine. What's your go-to junk food? Oh man, two. There's two. There's two. Okay. There's if there's hot chips. There's the hot chips. Okay. Um, but if I do the hot chips, I have to prepare for the hot shit. You get what I'm saying? Because it's just a consequence that comes with the territory. Uh So. I have to just, you know, be willing to sacrifice that. But then there's the Funyuns, and the Funyuns don't put me in that sort of compromising situation. So, 
We're gonna talk about your snack choices, but all right. <laughs> that's wait, that's my go-to, but wait, wait. That's my go-to, but that's not my everyday go-to. My everyday is like the healthy shits. You know what I'm saying? Like the veggie sticks and yeah, you know that's boring, the, the veggie. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying my, my vice go-to. You know. <laughs> all right, sixteen. Uh, well, I know you enjoy reading, so tell me what's your favorite book? Oh, my favorite book, uh, probably one of my favorite books of all time is The Absolute, Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. Mm. I would say, yeah, mm. I would say, yeah. You want to leave that there for folks to look up? Yes. yes. If your best friend, <laughs> if your best friend wrote a biography about you, what would it be titled? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, she a firecracker, but she love your ass. <laughs> okay, all right now, all right now. All right, and thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be interesting. Which Disney character story does your life most resemble? Oh wow, the Disney character is Aladdin, yeah. like hands oh. down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's I Aladdin. It. Aladdin. Why Aladdin? Um, cause he poked. <laughs> he brown. <laughs> and uh, okay. and he got he got some dreams. You know, he got some. Hey, dreams. we are all Aladdin. I dig it. <laughs> and the last question: mm -hmm. What is something about you that people would be surprised to know? Oh, what's something about me people would be surprised to know? Surprised to know. Okay. Surprised. Um, okay, well, I mean, it's kind of random, I guess. Don't matter. Okay. Um, this is random. Um, so there was a... <laughs> there was a Chicano parade in San Jose. Uh-huh. And, like, they they wanted like women's to like be on a float or something and my friend my friend was like yeah um my friend's gonna do it she's gonna be one of the girls and I was like okay and I just did the shit because I just you know I was like oh yeah okay whatever yeah my friend's gonna do it I'm just like, right. so you were I, on a float a parade float yes but I'm a South Asian <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I got that part. I, 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 I definitely, okay, I definitely had a good era in whole my life. life going on. <laughs> you said what? So there's a whole lot going on. <laughs> it was a lot going on. It was, it was definitely an era in my life where I just like, I was just like, I really loved the Chicano movement, and like that. It was like, so let's say. My, okay, I had two friends, and they were going to. We, we were going to LA. We we're going on a trip to LA, mm -hmm. and they're like, "We got to get a tat, Shauna. We got to get a tat. We got to get tatted up on this trip. You know, it's gonna be le like legendary." And they're like, "What do we get?" And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." So I like, I like, I thought about it for a whole day. I came back to them, and I was like, "Okay, Chicanas del Pueblo, right?" And they were like, "What?" And they're Mexican-American, right? And all the like, Chicanas del Pueblo, like, like Chicanos of the town, right? Because the Pueblo means town or village, and mm -hmm. Oakland is called the town. So it's like, and they were like, um, 
nah, nah, we're going to do some cherries. Like, and I was like, what? That's some bullshit, man. I'm not getting all cherries. You know, but it's like, it was, it was definitely a good time in my life that I was, I really thought I was Chicana. <laughs> I, we like, all go through it. We, <laughs> we couldn't, I could have really just had a tat on my arm or something that said Chicana, Chicana del Pueblo. Let me, let me, let me, uh, let me thank your friends for, um, <laughs> let me go right here uh, oh, cool all right um so the next part of this um mm-hmm. i do like a break right mm-hmm. um i kind of structure it like a class you know because i'm a teacher mm-hmm. so i yes. I'm in a break and in my break what i'm trying to do is like you know cause i started my blog is like you know these ten thousand things that are great about the world and so my break i just keep adding to my list like kind of five things at a time Mm-hmm. And so my top five for this time um, are Christmas movies because it's the it's the holiday season. And this was my, what I'm focused on right now. Okay, okay. And so I'm gonna get my top five, and I would like for you to uh, chime in. Okay. I'm gonna go from back backwards, you know, from 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 five to one. Uh, five actually is is a position that changes all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And this year, five is four Christmases with. Um, Reese Witherspoon and uh, Vince Vaughn. What are your thoughts on that? Listen, you be up on these movies, man. Okay, hold <laughs> on. Four. I'm gonna have to catch up and keep up. Let's see. Okay, Four Christmases. Give me one second. Is that the one where um they were single and they were like they didn't want to have no kids? And then they visited all the homes, all the houses for Christmas. And they what? They visited all the houses for Christmas. Yes. His mom, her mom, his dad, her dad. Yes, yes, yes. I did see that. I did see that. Okay. What do you think about that? We think about that one. Um, I agree with the gesture of of uh of the no kid life. I'm I'm I'm, I'm fully supportive. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That that's what you got from that. That's fine. Number four, Home Alone. Uh-huh. What are your thoughts? Oh man, how the fuck do you forget your kid? <laughs> Lady, you got the key. I didn't forget your kid. Even now, when I watch Shit's Creek, I say to myself, "Yo, you left your kid at home, at home alone, twice, twice. God dang, shit, twice. Okay, twice. And you know what happened the first time. You know what happened the first time. Okay, number three, Beach Street. Oh my God." B Street, like straight inspiration. I thought I was a whole B girl after that. What you mean? Like I was doing a little hand thing. You know, I'd be stopped at a traffic light and doing the little, the little, the little popping hand thing on the other. I'm saucy with it. Okay, okay, okay. Actually, my um, we're we're doing a movie series for 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 holidays, and that's my contribution to the movies at school. So, all right. What the hand thing? No, B, B Street. Um, that's my oh, okay, okay, okay. Staff. Well, staff and students. So that's what's up. Wait, so what does that mean? What do you What do you mean? What do you contribute? That's that's the that's my movie. Uh, we are. Oh, you put the movie in. Yes. Yes. They have like a movie series every Thursday, and so my movie is B Street because I'm like, like that's our community. We are, you know, we're we're a community of black and brown folks. Of course, we have a lot of non-black and brown educators. However. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, you know, but that when I look at B Street, like 
I see that community, right? Like folks working together, especially now during the pandemic, just trying to make things fucking work. Yeah. yeah. How can we make it work? Like them whole them, them folks put together a whole apartment in a building with no electricity or nothing, no heat, no nothing. Yeah. And we got our kids out here trying to trying to get online and get to class and go to work. Yeah. Like that's us and that's why that's my movie. So yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. All right, number two, this Christmas. This Christmas with uh uh Chris Brown and Lauren yeah. London and You know what's just so funny? Every time I say this Christmas, that's the first thing. This Christmas with Chris Brown? Yeah, Chris Brown. <laughs> Yeah. Me and my cousin went to go see that at the uh, Greenbelt Plaza. Not Greenbelt. Uh, Spring Hill Lake. Because okay. <laughs> wasn't wasn't this wasn't Bernie? What, hold it. Wasn't he in that? Who? Wasn't Bernie? Wasn't Bernie? In that, no, 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 no. That's Delroy Lindo. That's Delroy Lindo. Let me be clear about Delroy Lindo. I love that. Which movie. which one was the the last movie that Bernie was on? Uh because we went to go see that one too. We saw this Christmas and oh, we he, went to see the last. He, he was no, he wasn't in one of the first. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm be honest. I wasn't the biggest Bernie Mac fan. But okay, 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 okay. But um, but this Christmas with um with my man's from Stomp the Yard. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Brown, yeah, Christmas, yeah. and he's singing. Yeah. We'll be. Christmas. Yeah. They didn't know he sang. They didn't know he sang. And Lauren, Lauren Wait, London that is the, my uh, favorite scene from the movie. When he what? sang that song, that is my I know, favorite that shit was really fire. That it was, yo, because they was like, yo, can he sing? Hey. Right. When Idris, it was, Idris was like, man, come down off the stage. Like, whispering from across yeah, the stage. Yeah, 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 he did, he did. <laughs> he did. I know you Idris Elba, but you're not Idris in the movie. You're a character, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yo, did you see that, uh, the I'm um, Idris Elba, bitch. Idris Elba, bitch. It's a some BBC put out. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to look that up. That is yeah. so funny, yo. That's so funny. <laughs> all right, my all time number one movie, Krishna. Mm-hmm. Does not matter. It's gonna always be my number one movie. Is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. With uh uh Chevy Chevy Chase? Yes. With Chevy Chase, I'm and, doing pretty and, good and, for a movie buff. I'm doing pretty good right now. Yeah, you are. You are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, that's my favorite Christmas movie. And I know Randy Quaid is crazy right now with his with his 45 support, but he was just as crazy in National Lampoon. <laughs> that's why. I is he supporting 45? Oh yeah, you didn't see that video last week. Oh no, send this he to has me. a that's whole crazy. video. He, has, he got a video where he's like, I don't know if I see it, with like red, red and blue lights, and he's talking about the media. Oh, it's, you got to find it. It's crazy as hell. He's a supporter, yes. But I love this movie. <laughs> I'm like, I, I like, I had to look up a picture to like remember that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the yeah. lights, the yeah, lights. See in the living room where he had that dicky on, and then he he, <laughs> he flips he flips the little windmill, and they all fall, and he just walk away. Oh I yeah, and I remember I. So I'm looking at this picture of him and his wife, and, and he did that thing. This is a really <laughs> random thing to remember from this movie. Yeah, but yeah. she had that cleft right in her chin, and she he kept putting his two fingers on her chin like that was like how he showed affection. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, did he make that cleft? Like yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. I appreciate that. All right, so this brings us to our last portion. You get to, oh, no, 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 let me, um, oh, no, those aren't edit. Uh, you get to ask me a question. Anything you want to ask, one question. <gasps> I get to ask you anything. Yeah, anything you want to ask me, one question. Just one, only one? Yes, ma'am. 
Jeez. Oh, it's got to be good. Oh, God dang. Okay. Well, no, the first thing that just came to my head was, it's basic, though. It's basic. But, like, my, my hope and dream is that it launches off into other questions. And, and and yeah but but we'll just start with this big okay so what was your favorite and not so favorite or least favorite moments or 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 experiences of okay Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um favorite moment well, I said of where we used to work in case you have to edit that. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Okay. I'm okay. Not, I'm not buying, I'm not editing nothing. Okay. Um, <laughs> favorite moments um were actually moments just with or conversations just with the students a lot of times. Um I you know, it was a it was a, it was a rough transition. We know that, right? Mm -hmm. It was it was what it was. You know, things were going the way they were before Chief ever took over. So, so there's a lot of things to get through, and there's <clears throat> there are a lot of um, how to get along strategies that the adults who enter that space have to work through when dealing with the students, right? Mm -hmm. They know how to work the situation, um, and Oftentimes, my favorite moments were just regular-ass conversations with the students, just a regular conversation. Mm -hmm. just telling you the truth, you just tell them the truth, and isn't it, it, you know what I mean? I mean, you're there for a reason, and it's, yo, you got to get education, all that kind of stuff, but sometimes you just need to be able to talk to somebody yeah. about just the world. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. You know, you can do that. Um, and I think some of my worst times, uh, I think, were in the beginning when I wasn't um, mature enough to handle everything. There were a couple of reactions I had to situations that I think back of, I think back on, and in the moment, like not in the moment immediately, but I did go back and apologize for those because that's, that's always been me, like to go back and say, yo, that's, that was just fucked up, right? Yeah. I had a couple of moments with students, I got a, a moment with a student in class where, you know, he, he got smart with me and I got, you know, and my, my, my response was a typical, yo, yeah, well, you're here and that's the kind, you know what I'm saying? And in that moment, I was like, yo, what the fuck was that? Why, what's wrong with you, yo? And so I went, like, I went, like, I found him that day, right? Like, and, like, got him out of, I got him out of another class, like, yeah, y'all, no, that wasn't, nah, that wasn't how I was supposed to respond to you. No, mm, and yeah. then I apologized in front of the class the next day because I said it in front of the class. Yeah, I needed to apologize in front of the class. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. So I wanted to make sure. I mean, it, it wasn't like yo, by apologizing, you know, you got to forgive me. But it was like yo, I'm I'm saying I was wrong. I fucked yeah. up. You did yeah. what you were supposed to do. You were a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's just yeah. you did what you were supposed to do. Yeah. I responded wrong. And I had to correct that. And so I had a couple of moments like that where, you know, I had to say, nah, nah, this ain't it. And I honestly, I appreciate that opportunity because Oak Hill is the first place I ever interviewed for to get a job. Oh, wow. And they, 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 um, they denied me, right? And I was mm -hmm. upset and then I got another chance. But I realized that second time around that had I worked at that first time, I wouldn't be in education right now. 
Mm. I wasn't ready, right? I was mm. barely ready when I got the job. So mm. I definitely wouldn't have been ready when I was when I was first coming out. When I was first, yeah, coming out, I yeah. So you know, yeah, but Oak Hill added to <laughs> Oak Hill added to what what increases my fire, yo. It's like this is what y'all. This is this is this is the epitome of not judging a book by its cover. Y'all don't know mm. the kids. Y'all know. Yeah, that's real. Kids, kids do shit. Cause they're kids. I get it. Mm. You're mad. Things have things have happened. I I get it. But we also have to be more. We have to be the adults. Yeah. The situation. So so I appreciate that. Oh, thanks for that question, yo. Yeah, no, that's real, yo. That's real. I didn't even know you were gonna say that, and that's that's super real. I was talking to Marcia about that yesterday as well, like because the thing is, like, you know, I think I think there's this there's this like expectation or pressure or whatever on teachers to 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 be superhuman, right? Like to not to be to go beyond our own human experience, yeah. you know. Um, and and the truth of the matter is, we are humans. We are like we have a lot of times we have our own trauma that is really even the reason what brings us to an environment like this because our trauma also wants to heal others with 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 trauma too right it's a it's a real it's a thing i had to realize you know within my own story too it's just like yeah like what like what draws me to this environment like to 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 this environment where like you know let's say other people i know don't get drawn to that environment right or like people in my own family don't you know what I'm saying right. so it's and I, and I realized that I have shit that I'm healing through from my own past you know what I mean from my own experience and I want I like I don't want my kids to go through it but they have right and yeah. worse far worse in many situations right but then so then there's that but then also because of that trauma that we that we hold ourselves we also are reactionary to shit that feels like that as well and that's the real shit so yeah i mean we are yeah, traumatized I, and we traumatize each other over and over again yeah experience all day long yeah realizing it yeah exactly it's real and so like you said like those moments where you've had to apologize i've same thing like you know my homeschool i had to been like listen I probably, you know, I'm sorry, guys. Like, you know, and I, I, I totally, I let them know. I was like, listen, I'm, I'm a human. Like, and I know adults are supposed to pretend like we got our shit together, and yeah. it's just not. It's, it, I'll tell you the truth of adulting from my experience is that I'm, I'm working through it. You know what I mean? Like, like the rest of us, and I think we're always going to be working through it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jay, and I, 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 I dig it. I dig it. Hey, man, I um. I appreciate this, Pashon. I really, really do, y'all. Yeah, y'all. Thank you for this space. Gotta keep up, though, man. We gotta. This is this is this is the beginning for me. I don't know what you think, but I'm ready. Listen, what you mean? I'm ready. Got I got the Spanish on deck. I mean, get my football. (laughs) Like, what's good? Like, I'm ready. Football. We can do it all. We can do it all, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yeah. Thank you for the space, yo. I love those questions. All the questions. They're hilarious and and and. 
I don't even know if I answered some of them in the beginning, but <laughs> you answered answer what needed to be answered. You okay. Answer what folks needed to hear. We do it like that. Before we do anything, you wanna uh you wanna plug anything or give a shout out or anything before we end this? Um, shout out to my man's Tepo, V-Way Nkamba, aka Way the Hero, out in Pretoria, South Africa. He's um He's my rock and uh, like supports me through all of these multitude of projects that I've been working on. He's always there and just a friend and, you know, um, uh, like he's feel like a husband, like, you know what I'm saying? Like just, <laughs> just there. And, um, and so, you know, just listening to my wild ass, like fucking emotions and stories and shit and help me like get back to center and shout out to him. Shout out to, you know, my students and Sankofa homeschool community for always, you know, daring to like, you know, like create spaces and classes for, you know, for our students, for our kids, like knowing how important it is, how, knowing how, how important representation is, you know, so huge shout out to Sankofa homeschool community and the website is uh, browngirlsthink.com. Also shout out to Kaumba Learning Center. They do a lot that goes like not even academically you know, for the, for the kids. And, you know, uh, I'm just grateful to be a part of these institutions that, you know, Kamali Academy that like that do this work, you know, so shout out to them and yeah, browngirlsthink.com. And shout out to, shout out to LaShawn. Shout out to Frank for doing this. Yo, this is dope. Love this shit. All right, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, okay. All right, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Again, I want to thank Prashona for joining me in this interview. It was conducted before Thanksgiving of 2020. Um, as we were nearing the end of lockdown, I don't know about the end, but you know, folks were getting real antsy. And if I'm being honest, it was at the point that I started losing many folks in my life. Moments. <laughs> That's what I took most from that interview when she talked about moments. Or when that was brought up. You know, when I, talking about moments and pictures and stuff. This is the second interview again of season two. However, season two came in year three of doing the podcast. And that's because of what was going on in the world my personal fears and anxieties and depression you know what that's what it was let me back up i was thinking about something else you know the english teacher and me wanted to complete that sentence but that's what it was my personal fears and anxieties and depression that's what it remains it's december and I'm getting this out because I have to complete it. I I have to complete it. It's beyond the value that I see in it. As far as what other folks can gain from listening. It's about the value in finishing it for me. You see, that's what the depression has done to me. It, it set me down. Right? And it's not that it has caused me to not complete things, but in sitting me down, it has made me realize 
or not realize, remember those things that I have failed to complete in my life. I have been successful in my career endeavors. So that makes me proud. But, you know, that, that that's the routine of it all. You know, it's in motion, there's a structure. It's the longing in my heart for something more, for something looser, for something more constructive, creative. In my head, I'm thinking intentionally purposeful, but education is intentionally purposeful. But I mean, you've been doing it for so long, you see. <laughs> you just seen. And so I need something different. And so that's why I started this podcast in the first place. Because I needed something different. And I knew that. And I wanted that. And I went for that. And somewhere along the line. I got knocked back into the regular life struggle. Good, better, and different whatever it means to anybody else that routine became my comfort zone again and the problem with that is that when you find those areas you really want to escape to and they begin to close in on you as well it's difficult to find the comfort and that's what my my fall has been like Each moment that I can pinpoint has been a moment where I feel like there's an attempt to erase me more and more. Or erase more and more of me. Personally, professionally, or should I say socially, interpersonally, professionally. Either way. But, I say all that to say... That it's been rough. (laughs) It has been rough. These last few months. There have been many moments where I've just wanted to call it quits. Give up. And I mean call it quits. On all of this. And that's the first time in my life I have felt like that. But. It's the truth. It's my truth. I felt it. Like, it may be better if I wasn't here. Like, I don't know if it'd be better for anybody else, but... You know. However. Push through that. I'm not saying I'm any stronger or less stronger than next person I was just able to push through I was just able to push through I pray for those who get to that point and so here I am like I said I didn't want this to go on too long but it's gone on long enough 
But my next to last pod of 2021 <laughs> should have been a pod that occurred in 2020, or at the very least, again, in May of this year. But here we are. Life is what it is, full of moments. And in this moment, here we are. Again, I appreciate Prashona um, listening to this podcast, re-listening to this interview. Made me remember some things, not only about the world, but about me and why I started this journey. And uh, although I know this final commentary has been a little all over the place. structuring it and you know writing notes and 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 formatting it although that's in my english wheelhouse didn't fit the moment all right hope that works for you because it works for me i'll see y'all peace so let's close this week out I'm beyond building your own table. Just sit where the fuck you want to sit. Say what the fuck you got to say and put the fucking work in. As for the blacklist. <laughs> this week, I want to thank my guest, Prashona. It was good to catch up with her, like I said, and be reminded of what we committed to. Again, check her and her work out at blackgirlsthink.com. That's B-L-A-C-K-G-I-R-L-S-T-H-I-N-K.com. Powerball numbers she gave us are 7, 9, 15, 25, 33, and the Powerball is 11. If you win, take care of yourself and somebody else. Now, as for the folks I'm fucking with this time, we have Chef Neek's Kitchen. Outside is opening up, and you can catch her at a pop-up or two. You can follow her on IG at Chef Neek's Kitchen. That's C-H-E-F-N-E-K-S-K-I-T-C-H-E-N, Chef Neek's Kitchen. The ribs, the ribs, y'all. Again, Chef Neek's Kitchen. Next, we have Ezel, the realtor. Like I said, outside is opening up, and so is the real estate market. If you're looking to rent, buy, or sell, get at my man Ezel, the realtor. He's helping me find my next spot for me and uh, young Stormy. That's Ezel the Realtor on IG, E-Z-E-L-L-E, period, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-T-O-R, Ezel the Realtor. Next, we got Bubbles Galore, bringing smiles through balloon art. Again, outside, open, there will be parties. If you're planning one, check out Bubbles Galore. Um, they do uh, monster balloon decorations. Uh, you can get at them on IG at Bubbles Galore. B-U-B-B-L-E-Z underscore G-A-L-O-R-E. Bubbles Galore. And finally, May Magazine, an unapologetically black magazine designed to enlighten, entertain, and engage. And I happen to write a couple of articles each month. That's May Magazine. Check them out on IG at The May Magazine. T-H-E-M-A-E. M-A-G-A-Z-I-N-E, The May Magazine. Now, if you need me, you can reach me at blatantfrankism at gmail.com on my website, www.blatantfrankism.com. 
Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on Blatant Frankism. And just in case, that's B-L-A-T-A-N-T-F-R-A-N-K-I-S-M. Blatant Frankism. I look for you. In the words of Dr. Maya Angelou, there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. So that's why I'm here, folks. Today and always, don't forget to check on somebody, and if you need somebody to check on you, let them know. All right, get at me.